Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I am your oh-so-fabulous host, Sheena, and I am crazy excited that you popped into this episode today. In this episode's What's Happening Now segment, I want to chat about the primary win of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the latest in immigration, and making it a little bit lighthearted by talking about the happenings at Essence Fest this weekend. In the self-care segment, I want to do a mid-year jumpstart, putting ourselves back at the top of our own list with a 22-day reset. Finally, in Black Excellence, I want to spotlight an amazing Black woman who is doing the work to help other people of color realize their dreams, Arlen Hamilton. There are no friend hosts this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? Hey fam, after the last episode's hyper-focus on immigration and the crisis at the southern border, I wanted to kick off this show with the latest updates on what's happening in that area. So last we left the show, Donald Trump promised to end family separation by way of his executive order to end his own policy. Well, from what I have heard from family separation folks at the border, that has stopped. A new report has come out, however, uh, reported on by NBC News that nearly 3,000 children have not been reunited with their parents. I said 3,000 kids, y'all. According to the report from NBC News, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar stated that the 2047 children that were recently reported on requiring unification stem from those who were apprehended and detained after the zero tolerance policy went into effect. The the judge order that uh, came down last week stated that all children must be reunited with their uh, families. That included children who were detained and separated from their parents prior to the zero tolerance policy. Now, this report goes on to state that the administration has run into a bit of a snafu as we all had expected, of course. They didn't take records of what children belong to what parent. Shocker. 
They had no true policy in place, no process, strategy, plan, nothing that ensured proper documentation of families so that there would be an ease of reunification. They had absolutely none of that. So full disclosure to all of my listeners, process creation and implementation is like my thing. I've done that that in and out of corporate America for most of my career life. I can see how things should be proceduralized that streamlines the process and ensures things move slowly and easily replicated. They have no processes unless their plan was to not reunify the families. I pray that isn't or wasn't the case because that is even more horrid than the whole horrific situation has already been. Well, now due to their horrible processes or lack thereof, they are now doing DNA testing to match parents with children. That's pathetic that this has to be done. The reunification of the families does not mean that they will be released from detention. Now they will be detained together as a family. Still a problem, if you ask me, as a country that can come up with better practices and did actually do just that under the Obama administration, whose hands are definitely not clean also when it comes to immigration. We've also saw a report with a video of a little girl, probably five or six year old, uh, sitting in a courtroom with headphones on so she can hear the interpreter speak to her in her own language, that which the immigration judge is saying to her. She had absolutely no representation. She has no idea what any of it mean, but she's supposed to stand in proxy for herself. How is this happening in America? How are we allowing this? A government state that, well, no big deal because we are in alignment with the regulations set forth by the International Refugee Decree. Yo, we should go above and beyond to ensure everyone on our soul, our soil has due process and access to representation, especially children. Kids, toddlers, babies cannot represent themselves and be held to account for something they don't even understand. It's disgusting. Y'all, so much is going on. Please stay vigilant in this fight. There were marches across the nation against family separation this past Saturday. We all need to continue fighting, challenging our government, ensuring that we are truly being stewards of humanity. Okay, so more has happened since our last show that has riled up the conversation of politics, and that is the primary win of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez waged a campaign in New York against 20-year incumbent Representative Joe Crowley. It was a beautiful upset with a 28-year-old progressive running a campaign focused on the people, job creation, socialized health care, immigration, and criminal justice reform. Ocasio-Cortez spoke on many news outlets in the 24-hour period after winning the primary, discussing her platform and her hope for her district. Of course, some of the establishment Democratic leaders, i.e. Nancy Pelosi, were more dismissive of the win. I find that fascinating because one would assume that they would encourage more people who are running to focus on what their local constituents need and want out of their government and run to those needs and desires. But honestly, I can't expect much from the establishment at this point. I mean, I'm not super progressive, but my goodness, folks, there are some platforms that really work locally and people who are focused on helping those people instead of appeasing corporations and industries. The people deserve representatives who are ready to truly fight for them and not just fall for the constant deceit of their Republican counterparts, which our folks do now often. 
Those of us who are Democratic voters are exhausted by our current representatives and senators kowtowing to the Republicans and special interests instead of truly putting up a fight, being more aggressive and fighting for all of the American people and what we all need. Ocasio-Cortez, I believe, is a good candidate, and I look forward to seeing her operate in the U.S. House of Representatives in January. P.S. She's a shoo-in for that election because uh, she is in a heavily Democratic district. There are many other candidates running campaigns similar to Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, such as Cori Bush right here in St. Louis. So get involved. Check out who is running locally for you. Get in the know of their platforms. Make sure you're registered and show up to vote both in the primaries and in the general elections in November. All right. So enough with politics. I've had enough for the day and I'm sure you have to. So let's dive into the fabulousness that is Essence Fest that is happening this weekend in New Orleans, one of my absolute favorite cities to visit, by the way. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to make it down, but I will be there next year. However, I am following the haps very closely. And let me tell you, this is a black girl magic event on steroids as it is every year. There are so many wonderful sisters out there giving advice on business, relationships, social initiatives, and finances. There are women empowering women, folks patronizing black businesses, and of course, the entertainment is bananas. So leading the charge in the concert series this year is none other than Janet Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Oh, I love her. Yo, I still listen to a lot of her old albums because she's a true legend and an icon in music. Pleasure Principle was such a phenomenal record focused on her coming into her own self. Rhythm Nation was her anthem to the nation on racial inequality. Anytime, any place gave us the sexiness of true grown folk music. Oh, Janet isn't the only woman on the roster, though. There's Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Missy Elliott, Escape, Mary J. Blige. There are a lot of wonderful men performing as well. The lineup is insane. And I'm super jealous of everyone who made it down to partake in the true magic of the Essence Festival. Next year, I will be in attendance. I can't wait. If you're there, I'd love to hear about your experience, what was your favorite part, and what you're taking back with you as a nugget of inspiration or just magical experience. Segment two, self-care. I had a revelation on Friday. I woke up with this overwhelming feeling of joy and peace. I felt for the first time in my life in perfect alignment with God. I can't even truly put into words the overall feeling, but it was absolutely magical. Obviously, I'm still on this journey of life, this journey of purpose, this journey of destiny. But to do it timely, I have to be. We all have to be in alignment with God. So for the first time, I felt that I am truly in that space. I feel a pure gratitude in my spirit with what I have now and am pressing forward in my journey. You may be wondering what prompted that? Who wakes up out of the blue feeling like that? Well, the past few days, I've been doing a 22-day reset challenge for myself. I call it my 22-day reset. 
Okay, so the name isn't all that creative. And basically, that's why I needed it. I felt some of my creativity begin to wane and had lost a bit of my focus. Obviously, I'm still cranking along in the things I'm supposed to be doing, but not at the level I'm supposed to be doing them at. So I know I knew I needed a reset. This reset isn't to just get back to where I was, but to get me to where I am supposed to be. It's a jumpstart to catapult me to the place I'm supposed to be since distractions and complacency had left me behind a bit. I finally feel them at that place again. I started on June 3rd. Nope, not the first. I was on a mini vacation then. On June the 3rd, or July 3rd, sorry, a 22-day reset that resulted in me creating new habits, refocusing my energy, and opening my eyes to what's present with me and ahead of me. It's been a reset and reconnection with gratefulness, purpose, and destiny. It's been a breaking of habits that align with negativity and that aren't serving me. So what am I doing and what am I recommending to you? The 22-day reset is a rediscovery of you to catapult you to where you're supposed to be. It's about removing that which is not serving you and your journey and getting an alignment and position of where you are meant to be standing. Here's what I'm doing over the next 22 days and what I'm recommending you try out for yourself. Number one, reclaim your mornings. Y'all, I am one of those people who pick up her phone first thing in the morning and run through emails, texts, and social media. No bueno, not even a little bit. Social media alone, reading the latest in politics set my mood for the day. And let me tell you, that ain't good. I start the day already disgusted. I start the day in an enraged state and despair, apathetic about the possibilities and hopes for the future. So the first thing I started doing in my 22 day reset is not looking at any of that at all for the first hour of my day. That means I wake up, give my body time to adjust to being awake, meditate, pray, walk my dog, read a book. I finally finished Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston, by the way, and doing a workout. More on that later. Changing what I do in the morning allowed me to be more productive and also more at peace at the same time. I didn't feel rushed. I'm not forcing myself to do all those things every morning in any particular order, but I am requiring that I follow my spirit and do that which enriches me. So you should take the next 22 days to reclaim your morning. Choose what you're doing now that isn't serving you well. And I know a lot of us are phone users first thing in the morning. Cut that out. Give yourself space to do other things. Write in your journal, meditate, draw, exercise, sit in silence, read a book, change your focus and watch your outlook change. Number two, get back fit. Okay, so I was on the beach this weekend and was looking through my pics. So lately I've skipped a few gym sessions and I could tell my tummy wasn't as flat as it had been all winter. Seriously, WTF. And my legs were slimmer than they were. I'm trying to build my legs up. I was like, no, come on, man. (sighs) Well, no big deal. I still looked great, just not where I wanted my body to be, but that's fine. I decided it's time to get back at it again. How do I get myself back into the habit? Well, in my 22-day reset, I have to exercise for at least 15 minutes every single day. I can go longer 
and at the gym, I would definitely go longer. But those days where I'm not at the gym, I am still working out and would do so for a minimum of 15 minutes. I've been doing it early in the morning, getting in a workout session, feeling the burn, hydrating. I hadn't drank enough water while I was on vacation, so I've been rehydrating a plenty. That notion of getting back in the groove of working out was definitely, or it's been a, a, a good reset for me and my body. If you've fallen off your exercise routine as well, take these next 22 days to get back into it. Adopt my 15-minute minimum mantra, which forces you to do something at least every single day. Go longer, push yourself, jump in, and watch how much better you'll feel, how much more confident you'll feel, not to mention how much clearer your mind will be. So in the spirit of the 22-day reset, add fitness into the fold. Number three, let food fuel you. Can't exercise when you're groggy and sluggish, so adopt a better attitude around what you're fueling your body with. Yep, we need more natural, organic fruits and veggies. Okay, y'all know I'm vegan, so I eat pretty well anyway, but even I can stand to eat more veggies and fruits at times. I easily fall into a cycle of eating processed foods, and I've been eating plenty of Beyond Meat lately. Don't judge me. So in my 22-day reset, I've done a food reset as well. I went to, I went to the grocery store and purchased nothing but fruits and veggies. So I had on a shirt from Crazies and Weirdos that has Eat What Elephants Eat emblazoned on it. And as the cashier was checking me out, she asked, so is this what elephants eat? <laughs> yes, honey, it is. Food is fuel. The right food can make you feel electric inside and eating more of what grows naturally from the ground, the way it comes from the ground, can make a world of difference. I saw something lately that said that three out of four U.S. adults don't eat the recommended amount of fruits in a day and nine out of 10 don't eat the recommended amount of veggies. Come on, people. We need real nutrients. So let's all add this one to our 22 day reset and get back to it. It's time to eat better. You'll feel better. You'll have clearer skin. Who doesn't want to have a lovely, beautiful, clear glow? Number four, focus on the future. Okay, I'm all about living in the present and that means really just being aware of what's around you, having gratitude for it and experiencing it fully. That doesn't mean being oblivious to what is ahead of you. What that means for me is what God has given me as purpose assignments. So yes, I've been working a little on different things I have on my plate, but definitely not at the level I'm supposed to be working on them. I'm prepping for launching my skincare line, but it totally gotten off track. It's taken me forever, y'all, to start formulating my next product. Then when I finally did it a few weeks ago, the consist consistency was still off. <sighs> now... I'm supposed to be reformulating and testing it, but I've also put that off. Well, not any longer. As part of this 22-day reset, reformulating and testing is back on the docket. Not just that, I have other things I'm doing, so I've dove into working on all those others and getting them done. One of them is my social initiative to truly help move humanity forward through my Beautifully Human initiative. 
I'll link the Facebook page in the show notes or on the apps at the actual um, podcast Facebook page for you guys. It's a brand new and I've not done much with it, but that's obviously changing as part of this 22 day reset. So look out for the first initiative, which is an actual fundraiser for a water well project through the Water Project nonprofit organization. You too should take this time to get focused on the future. What are you supposed to be working on? What is ahead of you that you've been putting off? It's time to stop procrastinating and take this mid-year reset to get back in it and get to work. It's not a sprint, but a marathon. So no need to overwhelm yourself, but it is time to get honest and real about what you need to be doing and just do it. We all have purpose and I want each of us to be in alignment with it. Use this 22-day reset to do just that. Number five, evaluate your circle. (sighs) I have a pretty solid circle of people around me. In an effort to ensure I stay on track, in alignment, and in a positive space to pour out and refuel, I still do reevaluate who I am around. People can drain your energy instead of recharging you with their negativity, judgment, complacency, and the like. Be aware of who surrounds you. Pay attention over the next few days, weeks, and determine if these are relationships you should continue to pour energy into or if they are those you can't start that you can start to pull away from. This is probably one of the tougher things to do, but it's very, very important. You'd be surprised at how much you can get accomplished when you've removed hindrances from your circle. Number six, spiritually reconnect. I'm pretty open about my deeply spiritual relationship with God and how that means everything to me. In this 22-day reset, which really was born by way of a deep moment of prayer and communion with God, I began to see the need for me to go deeper spiritually, reconnect with myself, reconnect with God, allow myself to recenter spiritually because that's my source of all of my energy, creativity, ideas, love, you name it. I can't move forward without being in a better place spiritually. Whatever your beliefs, go deeper spiritually. Find your center. Prayer, meditation, reading, writing, being quiet in a peaceful place. Whatever it takes to pull away from the noise and reconnect spiritually, carve some time in this 22-day reset to do just that. You'll experience mental clarity, see what's ahead of you better, and be able to operate at a higher level. That's what this 22-day reset is all about, after all. That's my six-part 22-day reset. This reset is about getting to where you're supposed to be and operating at the level you were destined to operate at. Take these 22 days to reclaim your morning, get back fit, Let food fuel you, focus on your future, evaluate your circle, and most important of them all, reconnect spiritually. July is the perfect time to do this. We're halfway through the year, which means we have time still ahead of us to get done what we have set for ourselves at the beginning of the year. We still have so much time. Now, this 22-day reset doesn't mean all work and no play. Make sure you still take time to veg out and just watch some great show on Netflix or enjoy a local festival or concert. I've been doing that too. Are you kidding me? We all need that. We are humans, not robots. So enjoy your life and enjoy the 22-day reset. Let's get it. Segment three, Black 
excellence. In this episode's Black Excellence segment, I want to spotlight a woman of Silicon Valley who is doing something not many sisters are doing. Let's talk about Ann Honor, founder and venture capitalist Arlen Hamilton. Arlen Hamilton is the founder and managing partner of Backstage Capital, which is a venture capitalist firm that's focused on investing in underrepresented communities. What does that mean? They are focusing their energy and money on investing in businesses started by women, people of color, and those in the LGBT community. They are doing something that so many other VCs aren't even pretending to care to do. It's difficult for these communities to get funding for their startups. So Arlen and her team are putting their money behind businesses founded by people in these groups that would otherwise be overlooked. She's a visionary who has no problem with doing the work and truly changing the game along the way. In May, Arlen announced that their latest $36 million fund would invest solely in black women startups and entrepreneurs. Black women, it's reported, receives about 0.2% of all VC funding. And according to Forbes, less than 3% of the 2018 VC dollars. Backstage Capital's $36 million fund, the first of its kind as far as I'm aware, will invest $1 million at a time to black women entrepreneurs and startup. Now that's something I can get behind. I love spotlighting women who are doing great things for the community because that's what it's all about. Each of us playing our part to advance the community. We should never get to a place and decide no one else that looks like us can play along. We should get there, then open the door, pull up more chairs to the table for more of our sisters and brothers to come into. Always think beyond you, because honestly, you're not even here for you. You're here for those that come behind you, those call to you. So make room for them. That's exactly what Arlen Hamilton is doing backstage capital and her team. I love it. If you want to know more about Arlen Hamilton, feel free to follow her on Twitter at Arlen was here. A-R-L-A-N was here. Check out her company on their website, which I'll link in the show notes, especially if you're a black woman entrepreneur looking for VCs to pitch to get in there. Also, if you're LGBTQ person, if you're a member of any underrepresented community, go ahead, check out their website. She's also a fellow podcaster. You can find her on Bootstrapped VC and also on Modern L Word. This woman is a phenom and I am excited to have the opportunity to spotlight on this episode's Black Excellence segment, Arlen Hamilton. Check her out and check out her company, Backstage Capital. Well, that's the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Resetting is definitely complicated, but is so needed. We got to explore many topics in the show from the still ongoing immigration and refugee crisis happening here in the U.S. By the way, please keep applying pressure to right this wrong. To the primary win of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which is a jolt to the election season that's coming up. Can't wait to see how that turns out. Here's to us having a blue wave as long as all of us show up at the pole boots. In the self-care segment, we're launching our 22-day reset. It's time. July is the perfect time to reset and get back on track. I gave you six focus areas for the reset, so join me. 
and let's get to this place where we want to be. Finally, in Black Excellence, I spotlighted a phenomenal Black woman who is doing the work in the venture capitalist sector, Arlen Hamilton. Know her, follow her, be inspired by her. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host, on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Like the show, rate, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our Facebook page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember, the best life is beautifully complicated. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.